This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Ooh, we didn't expect this snow, did we? Unless you were up like at midnight and you were watching some weird newscast that warned you. Yeah, no, Um, it's it's an appetizer of the main course, which is about to flop all over us. That's right. Now, we all want to be in a sunny, tropical location, don't we? Especially in an enormous home. Preferably on a cruise ship. But I'll take an enormous home. That's fine. That's fine. Dawn, um, there's one home in particular I I thought, you know, you're always looking for, like, good real estate opportunities, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think, I don't know, this might be a little bit out of our budget, but maybe if the three of us pool our resources, we can afford the $200 million home up for sale in the Caribbean that just went on sale. And by the way, this would make it the most expensive home in the Caribbean. $200 million. Oh. Now, oh. do you even want me to tell you about this place? <laughs> Sorry, I just got a chill when you said that. Um, do you want to know? Yeah, I okay, do. good. Because if you don't, we're <laughs> screwed for I a segment. Don't hear um, <laughs> now, you might have questions. Feel free to ask any questions you have because. I'm kind of the unofficial real estate agent in this regard. Sure. When was the home built? Oh, God. Okay. So she starts with like the question I don't have the answer to. It was built in the year something. You said to ask anything. <laughs> and it's a simple question. I have a lot of money. Okay. Well, oh, okay. Do you? How much money do you have? Oh, you Can just I don't see even want to know. Bank it's, account? You don't need to check this. Everybody knows. Well, it's how nice. about I tell you this? It's 17 square acres oh my gosh oh is that right 17 square acres no 17 acres 17 17, see i'm so dumb and poor i don't even know how to refer to this thing 1986 by the way oh okay so it's it's brand new construction done no it is a 17 acre property and the home itself is considered a villa although I don't think I would call this a villa. I would call this like a castle slash estate. Uh, yeah. 13 bedrooms, 13 bathrooms, seven reception rooms. I don't know who you're receiving, <laughs> but <laughs> frankly. What are they bringing? Uh, they better be bringing a lot yeah, to fill up seven rooms dish. or something hot. Leisure facilities, uh, elevator, outbuildings, balcony, gardens, island, because it's on island. an island. <laughs> Uh, swimming pool, tennis court, terrace, utility room, private parking. <laughs> Good news. Good news. You can get some off-street parking in this place. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of an island that just has a few homes on it, I think. No, literally. So here's the thing. The home that I'm talking about just went on sale, and I thought, you guys, let's just go to our Caribbean getaway for the next few days. We're going to hop over to an island. Have you even heard of the island of Mystique? No. And that's not Mystique. It's Mustique, M-U-S-T-I-Q-U-E. Like Musty? Yeah, but girl, this is anything it's but Musty. Musty. This is, this, is uh, this particular estate on the island of Mystique commands an entire hilltop. It's called the Terraces. It is the largest and grandest property on an island that is known for already grand and large 
properties. In fact, the island of Mystique is private. Like, you can't just go there. Oh. When I first learned about Mystique, because you know I love my Caribbean. Yes. And I love my cruises. And I wanted to go to, I heard about this Mystique place, and I was like, I would like to go there. Cruises don't go here. You have to essentially uh, rent a home or book a night on one of the private, well, they're not like, one of the private villas that's uh, that allows you to stay there. Because, as I said, the entire island is private, and it's within the St. Vincent and Grenadines, mm, the nation of the St. Yep. Vin- Vincent and Grenadines. So it's even more exclusive than just your typical exclusive Caribbean getaway. Yeah, my dad started out on some kind of sailboat thing with my aunt in Grenadines. Just a little side note there. Oh, okay. A very nice experience for him. Yeah, uh, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Actually, I think we're going for the first time next year, which I'm very excited about. Ooh. It's just north of, of Trinidad and Tobago. It's about 45 minutes west of Barbados. Um if you're going by private plane. But this this island estate, and by the way, I included the actual real estate listing if you want to look at it. It is absurd. Do you want to give, like, just feel free to gush about this property? Or I don't know, me, I don't even know know your property tastes that well, Dawn. Is this a property that you would aspire to? Well, I would just, as a biz- busy businesswoman, <laughs> I would... That's a busy business moment. into a resort. I mean, you got to make money on this. You know what I'm saying? Do you? You do. Why? Because it's just made for that. I mean, look at it. But I mean, could it just sandals be made for resort you? Needs to buy it or something. Well, they're not going to sandals. I'm sorry, sandal <laughs> sandals is mis- the, the good people of Mystique are like, no, thank you. Oh, they won't let you zoning and all of that. Well, they already have, um, like I said, you can already book fabulous getaways on Mystique, but it's through the the company that runs the properties on Mystique. And I don't know all the details, but back to this actual home. Yes. Is this your style is what I'm getting at? I am looking at pictures right now, and I would say, yes. (laughs) Yes. I almost (laughs) said no, because I'm like more of like a Spanish, like, Look with Girl, darker wood. This is all fantasy. You can be as judgy as you want to be. I nobody, no shame. That's true. I do. Um, it is a lot of white marble, and it does look very like baroque in some of the rooms. So yeah, I would totally enjoy this. I'm not really sure about this pink furniture, but we can just get rid of. that. Yeah, we can get rid of the furniture, girl. But if we're there- buying a two hundred million dollar property, we can get all new. For- we can- we can hop over to home furniture and pick up some new stuff furniture there is a picture that i i mean i'll put this on our show links page so you can look it's a view from one of the estate's three swimming pools it is like an outdoor porch i would say it has like a huge round couch with a table white and blue and then it just looks out basically mimicking the same color patterns but it's sky and ocean. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just glorious, like, isn't it? Cream colored tile. It just reflects the sand. It's like, it, it's just breathtaking. And less, less you think, um, if you go to the actual listing and you go to the gallery, mm-hmm. there's a view of one of the outbuildings. If you go to view more images, yeah, one of the outbuildings, it's like 21 photos in. It, it basically, like the outbuilding of this estate is larger than any home I've ever been in. Yeah. Meaning, it, it like I, I would be fine if you wanted to just let me stay in the 
the outbuilding. <laughs> I will stay in the it shed. It has kind of like a thatched, Polynesian thatched roof vibe, and there's a pool, and there's a couple homes around it. I mean, it's oh, this just... Is, this looks like, it reminds me from the front of the property, it looks like Tyler Perry's home in Atlanta a yeah. little bit. Just to give you an idea of how huge oh God, it is. I just want to go there. Mike, are you like a tropical getaway kind of guy? I am more of a history guy, but this has a little bit of both of it. So that's cool. I would enjoy some time on, the, on an island well, like this. I should also yeah. tell you guys that a bunch of famous people live on this oh, island. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Mick Jagger has a property mm. on Mystique. Um, it's actually... I, I, I'm it, Tommy Hilfiger. It's owned by a company called the Mystique Company. Um, and I don't know the full details of that, but when I was reading about this earlier, they, they talk about, um, in fact, Queen Elizabeth, I did know this, they visited Mystique back in the 80s. I do know that Prince William, also, uh, I think Harry has been there, but Prince William and Kate often holiday in Mystique. Oh, well, isn't that sad? <laughs> Oh, good for them. You know, I'm just, you know, they can... Oh, Julian Schnabel, isn't he the famous rich guy? Who's Julian Schnabel? Filmmaker, right? Mm, No, I don't know of him, but... Uh, I'm sure you do. John Cleese. John Cleese? Yeah. Okay. He He uh, saved his money. John Cleese, I think he owns, or he has... Yeah, no, I think he has some sort of Oh, it looks like a Lord Glenn Connor, Colin Tennant... Bought the island in 1958. It had no roads or no running water, and he bought it for 45,000 pounds. Well, and since it's become this like mega getaway yeah. for the uber rich. Anyway, um, I will book us a, a oh, perfect. A, a I'll tour. just demo you. Okay. Oh, well, no, no, no. I'm not going to buy it before we go down there. We need to at least go down for a visit. We're pulling our money. I think I can afford that shrub on the left side. If you, oh, if you, you don't look know at what the kind entrance, of shrub that is. oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That tropical. is a very tropical uh, rarity. <laughs> I think we can. I think we can swing it. Maybe we'll get some my talkers to join us. Oh no! We'll no, put in a we pool. We don't want it because then we can't promise that we wouldn't um, take it all. Like, what? I might get really greedy. I don't want to involve my talkers. I might go, thank you. You just want to be greedy with us? Yeah, I want to be. Rude. I might get really greedy and weird. I don't want anyone to see that. Great. Thanks for that heads up. I guess you're not in our <laughs> club anymore. All right. When we come back from daydreaming about the tropics before the world descends upon us with um, frozen deluge, we need to talk about another celebrity publication ship. This time, the, the publication ship known as Michigan. <laughs> Uh, Megan specifically has some denials she would like to issue, and we'll share them with you when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hi. Hi. We've already looked into one publationship today, examining the new budding relationship of Kendall Jenner and Bad Buddy, Bunny. Fake, Bad Buddy. Fake. Um, so. <laughs> I love it. It's 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 fake. I love um, it. So we have another one that started out to be a publication ship. Is it still? We don't know. It's called <sighs> Michigan. 
Well, we know that they were using their relationship for publicity. Let's be clear. So they meet the very low bar of what a publicationship truly is. It's just using a relationship for publicity. Okay. We're talking about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. And you guys, these two have had an epic meltdown. I think it's safe to say that there's something going on. And what led to the drama, we don't know other than what we do know. And what we do know is, of course, she unfollowed him on Insties. They were not on the uh, red carpet together at the, um, which one was that? Uh, where was he? Anyway, it was oh, one of those yeah. one of them award shows. Um, the Grammys. The, the Grammys. Grammy. Oh, obviously, yeah. Uh, I was like, it wasn't the Golden Globes. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but And then we know she like re-followed three of his, well. Arch at least, enemies. Uh, at least one of them was a known arch enemy. Were the other two as well? Okay. It's Timothy Chalamet. What beef does he have with him? Right. Other than they're both like pretty boys with, you know, longish hair. Right. Uh, Harry Styles. And Eminem, because he said that Eminem's daughter was hot, and that made Eminem really mad. So she literally unfollowed everybody, then followed back three men that he has loosely been connected with, uh, beefing with. So, like, it must be real beef. So you know it's something, right? Like, there's something that she's trying to do. Well. She has now returned to Instagram to deny all the rumors and wag her finger in your face, Dawn. It's just, this is the part that drives me crazy. Good. I am about to drive you crazy. Okay. She goes to Insty on Sunday to set the record, quote unquote, straight and says, there has been no third party interference in this relationship of any kind. That includes, but is not limited to, actual humans, DMs, AI bots, or succubus demons. Ha ha ha. Also, I just love that they always have to work in like demons or vampires. She's always, there's something <laughs> bloody and, <laughs> and like horror-y going on. Okay. She then goes, ahem. While I do hate to rob you of running random baseless news stories that would have been much more accurately accurately written by ChatGPT, you need to let this story die and leave all these innocent people alone now, prayer oh. emoji, heart emoji. Oh, really? So she didn't do anything to make people believe that he was having an affair and that she was breaking up with him? Yeah. So by her own actions, like posting... Um, uh, Beyonce's lemonade that's all about cheating okay and then also then you're unfollowing and all it just implies that he's cheating and you didn't like we didn't make it up you you put hey it's Mike and I'm so excited to tell you about factors delicious ready-to-eat meals we're all busy and with factor eating fresh never frozen chef-crafted meals has never been simpler two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are you'll have over 35 different options to choose from including calorie smart protein plus and keto get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Put it out there, honey. This is the Marie Antoinette equivalent. <laughs> right. Or this is the, this is just like trying to have your cake and eat it too. Like you yeah. can't like, I left them eat cake. Like, no, 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 honey. You brought us to this party. You did. And, and don't you, wag your finger at us now. You can't invite us to a party and then shame us for coming. Right? Right. Now that just tells me one of two things that got real shamey. So I just, I don't know about you, but I don't. I feel like she's not telling us the truth. Right. She's more concerned with the image and her narrative. Yeah. So, so t- she, yeah. Go, what's, what's really going on? Do you know? TMZ had some ideas, right? Yeah. So I was going to say, if you believe TMZ, and look, I, I am not an apologist for TMZ, but they say that according to their sources, the blow up between these two, um, really did have to do with DMs and text messages on his phone that led her to believe he was having an affair. Now, that's according to TMZ and the New York Post. We don't know the details. I'm sorry, I get very emotional. Are you all right? I am. <laughs> okay. Here's my protein bar. Um, so we don't have details, and I'm not saying that it's necessarily true. I just find it very interesting that people... When they get emotional like this and and take it out on, uh, like, in their public sentiment, I'm like, why did you feel the need to do that? Yeah. I mean, it could be because you really feel aggrieved. But then I would just ask the question that you asked, which is like, well, honey, you're the one that led everyone to think there was something going on. Exactly. And then I think about the series of events that happened. So she saw these DMs and got upset. Then she got messy. They had a huge fight, and then she wanted to get revenge by letting everybody know what she suspected because she's messy. So she unfollowed everybody except for those three guys and took all the pictures down of them. Yep. Then she, then he started talking to her on Valentine's weekend and said, "Honey, you need to calm down because poor Sophie Lloyd, my guitarist, has been drawn into all of this, yeah. and she doesn't deserve it, and she is pissed. So you need to apologize. We need to get back together and and stop the outward messiness." So yeah. then she puts out the shaming. Post. And so she's like, "Okay, I'll do that, but in the process, I'm going to make, I'm going to gaslight everyone into thinking it's their fault in the right. first place." That that the the guitarist name was brought into this. Like, why do you think that is? Because people were speculating why you just left Instagram and posted a bunch of shady things. Right. Dawn. <sighs> these people. I know. They... Can you um wipe the slate clean when we come back and yes. take us to the old, you know, back in the golden age of Hollywood when there was no <laughs> scandal and there was no drama. Please take us back. Oh, sure. I've got the back lot. All right. We'll do that when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, 
Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot at Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. Inspiration. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, we have a segment we call the Backlots. And this segment is usually about old Hollywood, some mystery to needed, that needs to be solved, something to bring to your attention. Yeah. Um, but we're going back all the way to 2001. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> very contemporary, Dawn. Let me fast forward into the future. All right, so okay, where are we going? We are going to 2001. We are going to the feud between Pink and Christina Aguilera over the Lady Marmalade video. Oh, yes. Now, I saw a headline. Why are, why are we talking about this story, or why is this story in headlines? It is in headlines because Pink just came out with her ninth studio album, Trustfall, uh, that came out a couple of days ago. And uh, maybe you're a huge Pink fan, and if if you have listened to it, it came out on the 17th. Let us know how it is and if we should check it out. Um, so the Ninth Studio album came out. She was talking to BuzzFeed UK, and they asked her to rank her music videos, both new and old, from 1 to 12. Which okay. One, so s- number 12 she picked was um, Lady Marmalade. Wow. In last place. And uh, here's some of what she said just recently here. She said, okay, well, there's Lady Marmalade. I'm going to put that right down here at 12. It wasn't very fun to make. It's all about fun, and it was a lot of fuss. There were some, quote, personalities. Uh. Then she says, Kim and Maya were nice. Uh. Oh. Okay, so there's somebody else. What about Christina? There's Missy Elliott, and then there's Christina. So we're assuming she's talking about Christina. Okay, and then she says, I guess it is iconic, but I remember I kept crying because my skin didn't like the makeup. It was just, ugh, there were some annoying things happening that day. Um, and the wig was uncomfortable, and she said, but then she goes, but did did you see my booty and my abs back then? Like She wants to go, dang, I look really good. In addition to that, um, she has described in the past. So this is the recent what she said about it. So she clearly isn't over it. Whatever happened. Okay. So what happened is that um, she did an interview describing the experience with the video. And she mentioned that a man walks in the room. They're getting ready to record. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or discuss the recording and how it's going to go. Okay. So they're sitting in the room ready to record. For some reason, they haven't chosen what verses they're singing. (laughs) So this guy comes in and he's like, okay, he doesn't say hi or anything. He just comes in and he goes, 
asks the producer, which verses and which part is the most singing, the most singing, and what is the highest part vocally to is to belt? And the, the person goes, um, well, that would be the third verse or whatever it was. And he goes, okay, Christina's going to be singing that part. And, and Pink goes, I'm sorry. Hi, my name is Pink. What's your name? And he's like, I'm... Ron Fair, okay? And then Ron Fair ended up being, that was... I don't know who Ron Fair Ron is. Ron Fair is Christina Aguilera's person, oh. or it, her manager. And he's like, no, she's not going to take that part. And... um Wait, Pink so said that. Pink says, she said, I stood up and I said, hi, how are you? So nice to, of you to introduce yourself. I'm Pink. She will not be taking that part. I think that's what the this blanking meeting is about. So she basically is saying, hi, I'm here too. You can't just walk in and start throwing things at Christina. And also, um, she's not taking that part. Yeah. Over my dead body. (laughs) Right. And so, you know, Christina said that, um, you know, they've made up on the voice. Pink says she's so talented and deep down. I've had bad days too. Uh, I'm sorry. This is Christina saying this. I've had bad days too. She's a really sweet person. We made up on the voice. I haven't seen her in years and years. Um, So Christina's sort of actually being the bigger person here. How so? Saying that, yeah, we've all had bad days before and she's actually really sweet. And we did go through that situation, but we made up on the voice. But now, recently, Pink has just reignited the fire. Yeah, around the whole thing. Well, and uh, I mean, is she like, is she saying anything that indicates perhaps you know she's grown a little bit since that uh, experience, or you know, it? She really doesn't mention that. She just says that it wasn't a fun video to yeah. make. That's what Pink well, says. Okay, first of all, I'm not surprised that Pink has opinions, right? Like, yeah. and I also think. I would be extremely offended as well if somebody just walked in a room and was like, yeah, so the best part, that's going to go to Christina because she's got the best voice. Right. Hello, excuse me, that's a judgment. And also, if that's her person, like, where's Pink's person? Right. Um, and also, I can imagine that there's, like, all sorts of competition in this world. But I also think that that's just, it's not particular to these women. It's just, like... You have to fight for stuff in this business. Yeah, you can't let somebody else's manager tell you what you're saying. No, you can't let anybody walk all over you. And also, 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 Pink is someone I would never, never try to walk over. <laughs> well, Christina actually admits that. Well, uh, Pink was actually on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen in 2017. And she said that um, Christina Ag- Aguilera swung on her in a club. In a nightclub. What? Yes. She said that, I think I'm alpha and she's an alpha and I'm used to taking my altercations physical and she's used to having them verbal. We're just very different. This is Pink saying this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> on on uh, Watch What Happens Live. I'm sure Andy Cohen asked the question. I heard you got in a fight with Christina, you know, and it was physical. So she said that Christina swung on her. Now, in January of 2019... Christina was on Watch What Happens Live. Andy, of course, asks her, did you swing a punch at Pink in a nightclub? And she said no. She denied the physical altercation ever happened. But she also said, but Pink could beat my ass. Well, yeah, that's what, like, to my mind, if I'm Christina, 
Yeah. I would like do a singing battle. Remember like Pitch Perfect? You know, like when the groups come together and they like try to out sing each other. That would be my talent. My talent would not be throwing fists because I would lose. And if Pink were in a room, who starts a fight with Pink? No. A physical fight. Christina got really heated, I guess. Well, here's the best, not the best, but the most shocking part to me is that Christina said to Andy, I I know during the actual video, Pink intimidated me a lot because she was heckling me in the audience behind the director. And I was like, what's going on? But that's what she did back then. She's a different person now. (laughs) Oh, my God. Pink was like... Like, what is, what is she saying? Like, nice note, honey. Or what are you going to try that? Like, who knows? But who's allowing also, Pete to heckle her? Who's heckling Christina and her runs? I mean, that girl's got some runs. <laughs> yeah, it's a little yeah. overindulgent. I, I, I'm not yeah. surprised that, uh, oh, look at you criticizing Christina's no, no, runs. No, no, Hey, I'm just now. It's a little bit. Oh, it's a little much. It a little bit, you know. Well, it's her thing. It's her thing. She runs up and down the stairs. We all know that. I mean,. Yeah, no shame in that game. I love listening to it. I love Christina's voice. Uh, But the moral of the story is like, again, like they're young. They're at the height of their careers. They're all probably feeling a little testosterone-y, right? (laughs) Like in terms of being out or trying to be alpha. Like it takes a lot to make it in that business. It also takes a lot to separate yourself. I mean, look, listen to me talk like I know. I don't know. I would imagine that it takes a lot of chutzpah Mm. to like to shine and so you got to take it where you can and sometimes some punches are going to get thrown my punches would be verbal that's true i am not throwing punches also at pink i just feel like pink is the kind of person if you got on the wrong side of her you're gonna wake up dead and like when you least expect it, you're gonna come around a corner like having like joking, like laughing at a joke your friend just cut. You turn a corner and d- boom, you're dead. That's right. <laughs> and That's Pink's right. just gonna be sitting there like, "Yep." Well, she's already that intimidating, and to know that she was heckling her, I would have been like, "We gotta like, what's going on?" I mean, it all started with that her manager coming in, Ron Fair. It's his, it's his fault. He was the executive of her label, like. Listen, she's not going to be going on that label anytime yeah. soon. Like Pink will not be <laughs> will not be going over there. Also, where's Lil Kim and um Maya? Yeah. See, the real conversation, I'm going to say something controversial here. The real conversation in all of this should have been let's replace Maya. I don't know uh why would we replace Maya? Because it's she has like the last verse and it's so like you can barely hear her Aww. because she's not belting she's using her head voice and it's just not she doesn't fit oh all right. like i know the song but you can literally barely hear her over the music it's really kind of like uh-oh what's this you know i like maya but i just don't think that was a song for her all right well and missy elliott stays out of all of this so I now she's she now dawn's the in the audience heckling my you better be careful <laughs> i'm just saying like i know but i think if you listen to the song you would agree that maya's part is a little weak everybody's always said that not just me, everyone. Okay? Everyone. Including basically my friends at the time in 2001. Okay, well, that means a lot, I'm sure. It means so much. When we come back from the back lot to the rings of power and the physical 100, we're talking TV and what we've been up to watching on the boob tube when we return right here on My Talk 1071.
Adley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. A great dentist is a very important part of our lives. Finding a great dentist is not always easy, unless you know people. And guess what, you guys? You know me. And I know where the best dentist is in the Twin Cities, Dakota Dental. Why do I know that? Because I've been a patient for years, and you will too, especially uh, after you have your first appointment. I loved the attention to detail and my um, dental journey, essentially, that Dakota Dental has provided me with from that regular checkup and cleaning to all sorts of other procedures I've had to deal with. In fact, I'm on a dental journey right now um, getting a, a dental implant. I've never had this experience before. I had a lot of questions, some concerns, and they allayed all of my questions and concerns. I should say they answered all of my questions and allayed all of my concerns. And now I realize that there's a reason Dakota Dental is one of the premium dental implant specialists in Minnesota. Head to dakotadental.com today. Donna Valentine here. Daisy the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Sorry about the snow. We didn't do it, but we're sorry for having a hard time. It's today. all our fault. A little unexpected, wasn't it? But you know, buckle up because there's more. <laughs> the only thing that you have to add to the pain of the actual snowfall is everyone talking about it for the next 48 hours nonstop. Yeah, it was the first thing that Steve said to me when I came into the studio after their show was done. He goes, hey, how about that snow talk? Let's talk about snow. <laughs> well, you we love really... talking about snow, don't you? And I'm like, yeah. We should rebrand Snow Talk 1071. Yeah. Let's just do tomorrow. What's your favorite kind of snow? I like a little bit of a wet snow. Nobody loves wet snow. Really? Oh, my God. What do you need it for? My Except dog for... and I love a wet snow. Because it makes great snowballs. And then she likes to catch the snowballs. That's cute. She does. Yeah. Do you like? Do you throw them to her? I do. The and then my favorite is when I throw them, and then uh, they like roll, and then just like they fall apart, and then she is like, "What the heck happened to my ball?" Oh, because it's like gone. <laughs> She's like, "That's rude. Where's my oh, ball?" Oh, that's sweet, little wheezy, little wheezy. Okay, so uh, I watched something that you suggested. It was on my radar because I. You're saw, welcome. I yeah, and it's a Netflix show, and it is called Physical One Hundred. If it has, oh, it's come physical. Up, it is so. Oh my gosh, this is a Korean show. It's kind of like they're trying to make like a Squid Game type of a show, but not like that terrible one that actually happened in the UK. No, I can't wait for that one to air. Oh my gosh, that one is just criminal. Well. Yeah, there's lawsuits. Uh, so this one is the top people applied an audition for this, and it is like the top 100 strongest people in Korea. And you guys, I'm sorry, but I think South Korea might have the strongest people in the world. It's insane. I, I've never seen people like this before when it comes to this level of strength. I mean, and I watch a lot of CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, well, what's interesting about it is that they have people from... From, they have Olympians in different categories. They have power lifters. We have weightlifting champions of the world, strongest men in Ballet the world. Ballet dancers. Yes. Fencers. Yes. And and it's some of these competitions they put them through, it is not good for you to be heavy. Yeah. Like if you have a lot of bulk, if you're what I call a monster... <laughs> if you're what I call a monster. Well, they call them monsters also on the show. Like, it's a... Don't you call them monsters at your gym? The no. big, The super, super big guys. Yeah, like that just... That are like... 
yeah, they're it's, so ripped and they're big and beefy. What I love about this, and by the way, they're not all Koreans. There are people from there's Europeans. I That's think true. there's an American. There is an American. He's a he's a basketball player. That's right. Yeah, yeah. they just speak. They all speak. They Korean. all speak Korean. Yeah, um, there's a German guy. Yep, there's a German guy. Um, but like my point is, um, you, I, the thing I love about this is it shows, you know, because, and and look, I know I talk about CrossFit too much, but like. You always look around the gym and you're like, oh, I bet that guy thinks he's strong. And it's like, let's see what he can do with this thing, right? Like bodybuilders are all about like putting on the the bodybuilding muscles. And then the the, like, what do you call those people? The um, strength, uh, what is it called? Like world's strongest man. Yeah. What do they call those? World's strongest man competition, yeah. Yeah, but it's like power lifters, power sure. lifters. Yeah. Right? They just know how to move like incredible amounts of weight. And that they benefit from being like just massive humans, right? Like they don't necessarily know how to move agilely or like, you know Agile. Agile. <laughs> like a ballet dancer, a gymnast, but and they can not just fast. Yeah, but like you get to see all of these different kinds of athletes perform different tasks. It 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 is so fascinating. I'm glad you watched it. What else are you loving about it? Oh, I am loving the fact that um, well, there are many females on the show. They're like, you know, incredibly Olympic, strong Olympic wrestling females, and there's also people that are just YouTubers. Yeah. Like, honestly, there's fitness YouTubers and they're like, they know everyone. So it's like when so or MMA fighters, like I just love the combinations and how they're I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, but no spoilers, there's, a, but... there's a choice when it comes to who they pick to fight against. And that's determined in a certain way. Yeah. So they are choosing who they're going to battle. If they have the upper hand and I love the combination of, okay. And they break it down like, okay, this guy is a, um, a skeleton racer in the Olympics. So he has super strong thighs and yeah. he has, you know, and he has a lot of agility and is he going to, you know, and also I'm sorry if <laughs> it's just these people's bodies are just ridiculously attractive. And so you find yourself like a kid in a candy store. You're like, I have never seen legs on a person like that or arms on a person. Like like some people, some guys are, it's not even just the guys, like the women's bodies too. They're just like, you're. it's insane the different configurations that like mother nature has put together with these athletes and how they train yeah. and specifically like wow look at his back muscles because he does this and yeah that. i love the science of how they built their body which they start off the competition with everybody has done a plaster cast of their torso and so that is up and you find your torso so you get to see how big these other people are and do you remember that they were recognizing them from like, well, I know their names were underneath, but people would be like, oh, he's here. Like it, they, they all know each they other. They kind of all know each other. Like YouTubers, they know who's the strongest. There was like is. military guys, though, like <gasps> these military oh. men and women who are like at the top of their game in like super special forces. Yeah, they yeah. are. And then there's somebody who is like everyone's afraid of. He's a military guy, I believe. And his name is Agent H. Yep. Yep. And every nobody wants to go up against Agent and his, H. His body, I mean, it's insane. It stands for hot. Yeah. Agent, Agent H hot. Is <laughs> Agent hot. That's what it is. But 
Man, I'm just so it's addictive. Like uh, MC and I have watched, I think four or five. You're episodes. like you're farther in it than I am. Like I, I watched the first episode, and you know it got me hooked. But I can't well, they wait. Do cliffhangers too? Yeah, I can't wait to get through the rest of them. And it's called again Fitness Fitness 100, right? Physical 100. Or physical. I'm sorry, Fitness 100 into your uh, viewing <laughs> experience. Physical 100 on Netflix. Now, what are you, um, you have this decision to make over Rings of Power? I have a question for you. Okay. So you know that I uh, finally, or maybe you don't, I think I talked about it last week. I started watching Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings spinoff series on Amazon Prime. And I put it off forever because, I don't know, I just kind of get like, I I needed to create space for it. And frankly, being, being home ill helped. Uh, because I suddenly had a lot of space. So I sat down and started watching it, and then I started having all these questions, because it takes place before the Lord of the Rings trilogy everybody saw in theaters. And my question is, I'm now seven episodes out of eight, and I want to know if I should watch the last episode, because I'm kind of having that feeling where I don't want to know all of the... Like, I'm kind of sad... like. Do you know how you get that feeling when you really, really like something? And you're sad it's going to end? And you don't want it to end? Yeah. But also, I'm afraid they're going to leave me with all of these cliffhangers that I'm not ready for. Oh, okay. And I don't know if I want to wait because I saw that the next season might not come out till like 2024. So I, I feel like, should I watch this last episode? Yeah. Okay. You just re-watch it. I have to sometimes re-watch like three episodes before a season. Oh, for sure. Because I I have the worst memory. I forget everything. Yeah. Did you? I will start watching a movie and go halfway through, I've watched this. Now, I did make the mistake of Googling while I was watching some things. What? So I think I might have spoiled a couple things, but then I kind of justified it because I was like, well, he already wrote the book, so it's not like we don't know what's happening. But I still have some basic questions that weren't addressed. Will I... Are there any major revelations in the last episode that you remember? You probably don't remember. I don't remember. I just know that the last three episodes is when it really started getting exciting again because there was a big lull. There's a bunch of exposition. There is a lot of walking and talking instead of showing us action. So um, it, it's pretty heavy with with that. But the book, you know, it's... It did make me want to go back and read the book because the thing you... If you guys haven't watched Lord of the Rings or read the book, Lord of the Rings, there's so much. It's just so heavy with stuff and side stories and, like... And I just want to know, like... I guess I have to finish the last episode because I basically want to go do a bunch of reading on like how they made the decision to include or, you know, not include certain things. I think so. I think you should watch it and then just watch it again whenever it comes out. I'll right. be watching the last two episodes before because I won't remember anything. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll make a uh, we'll make a thing of it. All right. So, um, so on your list, put physical one hundred. Physical one hundred. Although I'm gonna, I should make Jamie watch an episode. I don't know if he would have any interest. I doubt it. Um, who wouldn't? I don't. Like it? Seriously though, I'm just like these men and hot. It makes you want to work out harder. It does. Sure. <laughs> okay. Lean protein for the rest of the week. Hey, yeah. when we come back, um, what are we doing? Oh, that's right. You're going to tell us all about Lisa Frank. Yes. We're going to have a little walk down memory lane with John and Lisa Frank when we return right here on My Talk 107.1.